Welcome to the Open to Hope Show in partnership with the Compassionate Friends. I'm your host, Dr. Heidi Horsley, and I'm here today with my mom and co-host, Dr. Gloria Horsley. Hi, Mom. Hi, Heidi. I am really excited about our guest today. He's such a good friend of ours and, and such a wonderful person who's done so much for the world of grief and loss, particularly in his area in Florida. You want to introduce him, Heidi? I would love to. Like you said, Mom, um, I'm honored today to have our guest on. He's a dear friend, and he's going to talk today about child loss, and his name is Bob Resaniti. Uh, in 2006, Bob Resaniti lost his son, Bobby, in an automobile accident. As a result of his death, Bob and his wife, Diane, created the Bobby Resaniti Healing Hearts Foundation. Bobby's Place, located in Florida, provides information, grief counseling, and workshops for bereavement of any kind. Welcome to the show, Bob. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you, Gloria. Glad to uh, be here. It's so great to have you on today, and I'm, I'm particularly interested in <clears throat> some of the things you've been telling us that you've been doing lately, which I love. You've been going around to high schools and uh, talking about leadership. Is that right? Yeah, well, yeah, I've been going around to different high schools, and, and uh, once I'm invited and talk about leadership and, and some of the obstacles and challenges so, leaders so- have. You know? So Bob, can we can I backtrack a little bit? Let's let's just start out by um, can you tell us a little bit about how you got into this field and how you, why you started talking to people about challenges and leadership? I mean, how did this all start? I know it started with the death of your son, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you know what it probably started before 30, that? 35, 40 years ago mm-hmm. when I started working for um, a company uh, down here in Florida. The public supermarkets, and and I worked my way up the ranks into a high uh, position with them, and so I performed. You know, I mean, I was doing my job, and but more importantly, I was motivating and inspiring people to do better and improve their skills and and move up the ladder as well. So, okay, this is interesting because you were motivating and inspiring people to move up the ladder and to overcome challenges and obstacles before Bobby died. And then Bobby dies in a car accident, and all of these words are really put to the test, the things that you've been telling people, right? Yeah. You know, you, you, you strike a nerve when you, you said that. But, yeah, you know, I've laid the groundwork, I guess, for so many years in, in treating people right and, and, and taking care of them and making sure that I put them before myself. And, and then when Bobby's accident came, Heidi, those same people, in my, I had a, four or five thousand people in my area of responsibility. Those same people carried me. Wow. Were a shoulder for me and embraced me and said, you know, I'm sorry and I love you and hang in there. And so I carried them for all those years. And then when it was time, you know, in my tragedy, I went to work and store to store. And, and those people, they saved my life. So. <laughs> That's amazing. And and Bob, what exactly did they do that helped so much? You know, they listened. Okay. They listened when I was in this the darkest of places and I was lost. They just listened. They they hugged me. They said I love you and you're not alone and but then they were there for me. I mean, and that was and I'm talking not just managers, but the deli clerk and the cashier and the seafood clerk and the stock clerk and I mean, it was just the, the associates, the people that uh, throughout the district uh, it really helped me, you know. They're great. 
I love yeah. that. I I don't know. It's something about the supermarket food business or something. I mean, really, that's uh, maybe people who take care of other people and people who shop and they have to learn how to treat people. Do you think that's it? Because I worked in a medical center and I didn't, you know, it, it was okay, but people weren't that kind of amazing. I'm amazed. Yeah, it, you know, I you know, a buddy of mine told me many years ago, you 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 know, no matter how how you how high you move up the corporate ladder, don't forget where you came from. And I never forgot the people that do the work, the hourly associates, the important, they're important. So I treated them with respect, and when it was time, they treated me with respect. And as a result, you know, like even our dinners, when we, we'll get into, you know, we have an annual charity dinner, we have seven, eight hundred people show up. And we don't, you know, I mean, they just come, they just arrive and they show up and they support us, you know. That's amazing, Bob. So your son, Bobby, dies at 21 in a car accident. Is that right? Yeah, 21 years old in a car accident, not too far from our house. And I was at work and I got the call and it was my brother-in-law and he was screaming and yelling. And he said Bobby was in a bad accident. and a trauma hawking him the Delray Medical and I called my wife and we met at the hospital and and uh we my whole family we prayed and we prayed for hours and the nurses came out and they said their heads were down and they said he didn't make it and it was mm-hmm. it was a shock as as you guys experienced it yourselves, you mm-hmm. know. It's it's a horrible, horrible thing and I'll tell you, man, you know, you and I remember Gloria, I told her <laughs> Well, we were at the trip in California at the time, not then, but shortly before that, after Bobby's accident, I was drinking alcohol, which I'm not a drinker, and I was taking pills mm. a day, you know, mm-hmm. to ease the Xanax. And, I, and I'm like, I stopped that four months after Bobby's accident, five months after Bobby's accident. I stopped all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, I can't do this. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. when I had this epiphany to, or this revelation to help others and and turn my life around, wow. and then help others. And that's how we started the Bobby Rusney Healing Arts Foundation. From that point forward, you know. That's amazing. So you turned your grief outward into service, and and my mom and I are always saying that's when the healing begins. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So so, what do you tell kids when you go to schools and talk to them and that kind of thing? What about challenges and you know i love it because a guy is out there telling you know so often we see many many women that are involved in the in the uh, these organizations but i love for a guy to be going around uh talking to kids particularly boys i agree with you mom oh it's it's fantastic and you know i'll tell you these young kids you know our future is bright when i see these kids up there and there's sometimes 100 150 in the in the auditorium and i'm talking to them and there's this connection but i i always before i go into my story about my personal challenges i ask them what does it take to make a good leader what are the best qualities it takes to be a good leader and you know you'll hear them say you know random things you know uh work hard or dedication or loyalty you know i'm like yep but that's not the word I'm looking for. And we go through this whole process, and then finally somebody may come up with it or may not. But to me, the most one of the most effective qualities of an, a good leader is the ability to listen. Mm-hmm. To listen. And I, and I tell them how important that is in the leadership part of it. So then I say, okay, 
So with that in mind, I have a whole bunch of Bobby Bears and Bobby Gifts here. I'm going to give away to the people that listen the best to what I'm going to go over. Mm, I love that. And <laughs> we have to do that, Mom, at our next event. <laughs> uh, great, because you know they, they they listen because they know that there's a prize. They so want that bear. They do. They want that Bobby bear. You know? So we uh, we go through the whole process of you know the day Bobby was born. You know, September 9th, 1984, and I go through his favorite color and his uh, favorite music group and his favorite song and his girlfriend's name and, you know, uh, his mom and, and his hobbies and all these things about Bobby. And then I talk about, you know, the accident and the loss and some of my challenges and stuff, and I go through the whole thing. And then I, at the end, I say, okay, now I'm going to ask you questions and see if you can remember them. And I'll tell you what, they they just amaze me because I've never had, I mean, every what color does he like? What's his favorite color? Yellow. Yep. Who's his favorite group? The Fray. You know, and they remember. And so what do you want? And I remember one kid, a big football player, he wanted a little tiny bobby bear. And I said, <laughs> you can have the briefcase. You can have anything you want. He said, no, I want the bobby bear. I said, what are you going to do with it? He said, I'm going to give it to my mother. Oh, and that is I'm so telling sweet. You, all the girls just melted, and it was like, oh. everybody cried. It was amazing. Oh. So, 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 Bob, what do you think are the biggest challenges people have when they've had a loss of someone that they've loved? Hmm. And and how do you over how do you overcome how do you overcome it? Well, I think the, the biggest challenge is, uh, you know, for myself and for my wife Diane. Mm-hmm. I mean, Diane, her challenges were that she was very private with her grief journey, and so she didn't share how she felt, and she didn't get the hugs and the and the kisses and everything that I got at mm-hmm. work. So she was very private. So her challenge was that she wasn't getting support mm-hmm. uh, out, outside of the house, right? And, and getting those needs filled that. You know, people, people listening to her because she wasn't telling anybody. And then, so that was a challenge for our relationship because she was coming home and then she would load up with all this stuff. And it was just, it was a roller coaster. It was hard. Mm-hmm. And so I think the challenge is, I see for some people, like when I deal with a lot of people now, I don't know how they do it. And I don't ever push, I have, we have a deep faith. We have a deep faith, and that faith is what keeps us, gives us hope for a better tomorrow and know that we're going to be reunited. But there's some people that don't have that faith, right? and and they're lost and lonely and can make them have it. But I think that's a challenge, too. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, wonderful organizations like uh, Bobby's Place and, of course, the Compassionate Friends, but you're down in Florida and uh, you have support groups, fabulous. And you have your children, siblings. You have grief, a grief counselor that heads all the support groups, right? Yes, we have uh, we have parents groups uh, that moms meet uh, and dads. We have um, uh, suicide groups for just suicide, uh, parents that lost children to suicide. We just started that like five weeks ago because there's been six or seven families that lost a child to suicide it's been a real problem down here wow and um and i'll tell you what and i don't know how it is there but i relate a lot of these young kids and to social media 
and the embarrassment or the humiliation of the bullying or that is going on on social media. And I see this trend happening with these young people. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a horrible situation. So we're dealing with that. So we have those types of groups. Then we have sibling groups, support groups. Um, and then we have one-on-one, uh, you know, that if they're not suited for group, then we'll have our therapists uh, meet with them individually and privately. So, and that's wow, what we do. You, you are busy folks and you're down by uh, Coral, Coral uh, Springs. Yeah. Coral Springs. Where is that? That's in Broward County and it's um, in West Broward County, but it, it covers the Tri-County area. People from Dade County, from Broward County, and Palm Beach County, South Palm Beach County can get to it. So it's um, it's right there. It's a you know a pretty good sized center. We have seven or eight different rooms in the center, and and uh, you know we provide and you know everything we do, we don't charge. Uh, I wow, I, that, that's I, amazing. So it's, I mean, you must be doing incredible. a lot of uh, a, a lot of fundraising to keep that yeah. going, right? And you have uh, fabulous things going on that people could come and go to, right? Yeah, we have quite. A, we have an angel walk coming up April 10th, and that that April generates. 10th. Yeah, April 10th, and that uh, we'll we'll have between seven, depending on the weather, 700 to 1,000 people there, and. Similar to Compassionate Friends Walk, but we put angel signs, and I've told Alan about this, but we put angel signs all along the walk. Oh, I love that. And I'll with tell you, with people's names, kids' names, and pictures. They send me pictures, and then what they want written, and then we put them on a. a it's like you know the golf tee sign on both sides, uh-huh. and then we put them along the trail, and we space them out, and I as love they walk other people can honor their children but then when they see their child something magical happens and and it's just it's a special event and you know it's a good way to create awareness i mean you guys compassionate friends should really consider that well great i was going to say that's powerful bob because as you're walking looking at all these kids faces you're realizing all these people's faces look i'm walking not only for my brother scott but i'm walking for all these kids and all these people and we're all in this together and you know, as well as we do, you heal in community. So you don't want to feel isolated and alone. So there you are walking and feeling like, okay, we're all in this together. We're going to get through it somehow, some way. I don't know how, but it's going to happen. That's true. Right. No, that's perfectly exact right. And you're not alone in that mm-hmm. journey. So, yeah. Well, put. well, Bob, I want to ask you, because we hear from, as I said, women a lot. I want to ask you, as a guy... If I'm listening to this radio show and I've lost a kid recently, what advice would you have for me? That's a tough question. What advice? Well, I'll tell you what. I, 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 what, what a guy told me once, three or four months after Bobby's accident, after I spilled my guts out in a, in a group, in Compassionate Friends group, and... Um, I laid it out because I was one of the quiet ones that never said much, and I laid it out. And, and he said to me, his name was Steve, and he said, Bob, two and a half years ago, I lost my daughter in a DUI accident. Somebody hit her and killed her. He said, and here it's two and a half years later, and every now and then, my wife and I, we go out and we have fun and we laugh and we enjoy ourselves and we don't feel guilty about it. And I remember going into my car that night with my wife and saying, that's Steve. That's not us. We'll never be that. We'll never laugh again. We'll never have fun. 
And here it is 10 years later, and we do go out, and we have fun, and we laugh, and we enjoy ourselves without feeling guilty. So my advice is, even though time doesn't heal all wounds, just hang in there and take baby steps, and because it does get a little bit better and easier to deal with. So I hope that makes sense. But Well, and Bob, what a great way to honor Bobby's memory by going out and laughing and having fun with your wife. Yeah, you're right, because he would want that. Bobby was a fun, fun guy, man. I mean, he really was a ball. So he would have he would have wanted us to have fun and enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. He sure would. Absolutely. He was a good-looking guy, too, I have to say. Very Thank easy, you. Very easy on the eyes, Bob. <laughs> no, he got Very that much so. Wife. Now, how do people find you on the web? Uh, we're at uh, Angel Bobby A N G E L B O B B Y dot org. So, and they can connect with you, even though they can't get down to Florida. Uh, you, they can get uh, some photos. Some you do some photos and things. Well, you know, it, we we do national work too. We do pendants where parents can wear their pendant around their neck like you have one, I have one. It's beautiful. Yeah, and we provide those. If they send us a picture, we'll provide them parents with a pendant. And we also do portraits now by Mitch Mitch Carmody paints all of our charcoal drawings now, all the angels. Fabulous. He's such a great artist. Oh, he's fantastic. And so what, what happens is we get 10 or 15 different pictures, and then Mitch talks to the parents and gets to know their child, their personality, their hobbies. And he puts together this masterpiece. This It tells a story. And, uh, and we provide those not only locally, but also nationally. So all somebody has to do is just go to the website, get my uh, email address, email me the information. And, and then we do about maybe 25 or 30 of those a year. So. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of his work. It's it's really beautiful. He does amazing yeah. work. I also want to say for everyone out there, if you want to meet Bob Resonati in person and go to his workshop, come to the Compassionate Friends this summer. My mom and I are also doing several workshops there, and that will be in Scottsdale, Arizona, July 9th and 10th, I think, around that time. But you can go on the Compassionate yep. Friends website to get the exact date, and there is a fabulous hotel that we are staying in, and it's very reasonably priced. So go check it out. Absolutely. It's going to be great. Okay, Bob. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. We love having you. And we thank are, you. We love everything that you're doing. And thank you so much for helping people heal after loss and for being an incredible example that life does go on and there is hope. No, thanks. And I got, can I say something about you guys? Absolutely. <laughs> of course. We're not going to shut that well, down, Bob. <laughs> When we went to when I went to California, I was I was kind of like new in this in this grief world, and you guys were experienced. And I'll tell you what, you embraced me, you welcomed me, you made me feel so part of the team. And we were developing our programs and all that. I mean, you guys, you were awesome, and you really uh, you made me feel special. And I just I never I will never ever forget that, and I'm thankful for that. So you guys were awesome. Well, you are special, and thank you so much for everything you're doing to uh, help people. And we know that you're doing as much good uh, as, you know, Bobby would have just been hugely proud of you. Thank you. Thanks so much, Bob. You're the real deal. 
and you Thanks. put it out there, and it comes. You put out the love, and it comes back to you a hundred times over. You're a great guy. So thanks, thanks so I, much for being on. You're welcome. My oh, Heidi, what a great show. And what uh, Bob is amazing, isn't he? He really is. And he's given us so much great information about how to move forward and how to overcome obstacles and challenges. Yeah, and the fact that he's been able to take this and create this uh, organization that he has and, and continue on with it is, is uh, really quite a tribute to Bobby. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know his wife that well. But I don't think we've met her. Hopefully, she'll Mm-mm, be the compassionate friends because I, you know, we know wherever a guy's doing all this, he's got his wife there with him. Absolutely, as a support. Yep. Well, thanks for listening to the show today, and Heidi and I uh, want to remind you, as always, if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. God bless. You've been listening to Open to Hope Radio, hosted by Doctors Gloria and Heidi Horsley. Like today's edition, all of our past programs are available on demand at opentohope.com, along with helpful articles, videos, resources, and links to help get you through the toughest time of your life. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and sign up for our monthly newsletter. Again, that's opentohope.com. Check it out today. Then be sure to stop by next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time when we'll be posting another edition of Open to Hope Radio. Remember, Others have been where you are. They made it through, and you can too, as long as you're open to hope.